Good morning, everyone. My name is Mary Hemsworth, uh, and you're here today for a Cater.com catch up with Abby Hart, who's the founder of the Female Hospitality Network. Hi, Abby. Hi. It's great to have you on board. I want to just say at the start of this that I really appreciate you taking the time out because I know that your baby is due in what, 10 days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, but you look fantastic. Are you keeping well? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's um, obviously it's been a bit of a roller coaster of everything that's kind of happened this year. But um, one thing that I'm really grateful for is, um, you know, during this time, I'm, you know, expecting my first child. So, yeah, and I'm due, I've had a really easy up to now pregnancy. So, yeah, no, I'm good. Fantastic. Now, for those of, um, that don't know you, tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the Female Hospitality Network. Let's start with you first. Yeah, so basically I have a hospitality recruitment company um, which I founded about three years ago now. Um, before that, the kind of the start of my journey was I, you know, I started quite a young age in the hospitality industry, working pot washing when I was like 13. Um, you know, went through kind of the school and everything else, went to uni. Through uni, like a lot of us, you know, we're all in like the events industry, bar sector, kind of hospitality, working in restaurants. And I'd always loved the industry, so it was kind of you know, what I did th throughout university. Um, came back, finished uni, like a lot of grads, thought, oh, I don't really want to do anything that's to do with my degree, which was more on the education and like policy and politics side. Um, so I went into conferencing and events. Um, I then went internally into a hotel, working in the event side of things. Um, I think like a lot of people, I really got to a point where I love the industry, but I didn't really know what direction to go in. And a recruiter phoned me up and said, I've got this other wedding and events job. Do you, are you interested? And I said, oh, fancy doing something a bit different. He said, well, come in, come in and see me. I've got a hospitality recruitment position available. Um, went in, got offered the job. Uh, did quite a bit of time with her and then I thought for a few years, you know, why not try it for myself? Um, so, you know, obviously set up my own business and then that really led into why the network started, because during the process, I was having conversations with females and, you know, I wouldn't say there's a lack and shortage of, you know, females within hospitality events and, um, you know, even the travel sector and tourism sector. I think it's the gap that is from you know, the middle to senior level management for a number of reasons. And I kind of felt like, you know, is there an organisation out there that can help bridge the gap on this? Um, and also, you know, a space where they can increase the confidence and skill set. So decided to, you know, set up um, a bit of a side hustle, I suppose. And yeah, I set up the network. So tell me a little bit about the Female Hospitality Network. What, uh, what yeah. is it for aims and objectives? Yes, so we are a network organisation that is for females across hospitality, travel, events, tourism, so anything that's kind of connected to the sector, and that can also be any position that, that comes across that. So obviously for myself, I didn't work directly in the industry, I was technically a supplier to the sector, so it can cover all areas. And our main objectives are to offer um, you know, a platform for personal and professional development. So that aims to inspire, um, develop, connect, and you know, offer something that you potentially couldn't get from the workplace, but through 
you know, being around like-minded other professionals that you can learn and take something back personally and professionally to your organisation. Um, and obviously during COVID, our model changed quite substantially because we were technically only live events networking every single month that's then obviously completely stopped to thinking what else can we do outside of that to offer continued support. So yeah, that's currently what the network is at the minute. So I know it says um, FHN UK and USA. Um, so today, Manchester, tomorrow, the world. Yeah. So, um, how, do, how do the two link up, the UK, USA? Yeah, so that, you know, it, that's kind of a, a story itself, really. But we, as, as we set up the network in Manchester back in 2018, when we launched, the, the outreach across the UK was quite substantial. So we had women reach out in other location that said, you know, this is brilliant. I need something like this. Um, I'd love to, you know, be connected. Can you join if you're not in Manchester? So we decided to gradually roll out the UK side of things and, and hosting and building boards in every location that then hosted a live event every month or quarter. Um, I love New York. I've, I've got a connection um, a few years ago, I did try and move over there, but that didn't work out, unfortunately. But I always love the city. I go back and I thought, you know, I'm just going to put something out into the universe that, you know, it'd be amazing to set up in America. And I had someone reach out to me um, connected with a couple of females in, in Manhattan and ended up building a bit of a profile that enabled us to build a board over in New York. And then I flew over last year, yeah, last September. So we set up the New York chapter, um, and I think from even from that was another outreach for all of the locations, which at the moment being online enables us to offer this support to everyone. So it was quite a jump, <laughs> but it's amazing the power of when females do come together, um, and it was obviously needed and is needed for you know the females in the sectors. What what do you think? I'm I'm I've been all over your website and had a look at. What do you think your membership gets out of being part of the network? What are the benefits for them? Yeah, so I mean, even for me personally, and I am quite vocal about this. Is you know everybody has something that they want to work on, and I think you know education and learning development enable you to get where, where you want to be. And I think for us, being part of the membership connects you and puts you as part of a community you know not just in the uk but everywhere else but alongside that you're able to have life coaching you know we've got a personal development school we've got a careers corner there's a wellness area that we're built into it but we're also looking at partnerships um, with other companies as well for the wellness side so being part of the membership can be you know because you as, you, as an individual want to have professional growth and um, you know, and also, of course, if your employer is happy to actually cover the cost of the, the membership as well, even better. But you're part of a, a support network and something that you can just go to and that is accessible anywhere, basically, because you've got your phone, you can access it at the members lounge. We've got videos on there, masterclasses. Um, yeah, so that's what you get from being part of it. It's something, it's an investment for you. Uh, do your dog want to join in? Every so often, it sounds like he's having a little bark out there. Oh, no, he's not here. 
<laughs> sounds like he sounds like hello i'm here want to be in this <laughs> strange i'm waiting for mine to start barking so membership so picking up on what you said about membership so if i if i was a member of the network and i had a challenge at work would um that your you know the fhn be a good forum to to raise that and get some sort of um advice back from other members on you know how i might approach this problem or how i might do something that would help my career yeah of course that's a really good question so in terms of it from our side of things it's definitely that that's a key thing so we you know we constantly highlight that it's a safe space so we do have a private members group as well that you can ask you know from support from other females alongside come to our board of directors and say you know i've got this obstacle or i've got this um the thing I want to overcome is there someone that can either help me with a support session and we can look at doing something like that or just general advice um, and then also for next year we're just starting the kind of the process of the mapping um, but we want to put in a mentorship program as well um, across the UK so that's something that we're currently looking to develop so you know if you're looking for support that isn't just you know through the membership you will have a direct contact that you'd be able to have a um, the mentorship side of things as well. I think mentorship is so important for women um, developing within hospitality. Um, it's one of those things that you think, yeah, I had a mentor. I'm sure you had a mentor, and it, the, the value that they bring is is incredible. And you know what? And they they kind of get where you're at in your career and what the problems might be that because they face them too. Yeah, I think it's about having people around you, and whether it's that one person, you know, through a mentor or a group of, of women that have either been through situations that you're going through or, you know, might be at a similar stage and think, oh, gosh, you know what? I actually wanted to maybe share something as well, but I didn't have the confidence to put something in the group um, because not everyone's vocal when they're wanting to maybe develop themselves because they see it as a, as a weakness. and. One of the great things about even the life coaching side of things that we do um, is to be vocal to to not feel that you know you're not good enough for something because at the end of the day there are solutions out there to be able to help you and I know that people often make continuous comparisons of themselves to others when you know the power of uh, social media and um, often you can feel unworthy of certain things and I think don't I said it recently on um one of the, the network's lives, but you know, we often compare ourselves, our chapter one to someone's chapter 20, and I think comparison can be a real killer. But if you're aware that there's other people in the same position, you'll feel comfortable, and I think that's what we want to enforce within the network. It's okay to, you know, want to work on yourself, and, and yeah, that's what we're about, basically. I think COVID also, and the long furlough period, has given a lot of women an opportunity to reflect on their careers, where they want to go with their careers. And it's, it, I'm, I'm, the opportunity to talk about the network, for me, was quite important, because there are probably an awful lot of women out there at the moment who are about to become redundant, or who are seriously considering a job change, or who are finding it difficult just to get back into the workplace and not feel anxiety and stress because of all the changes. I mean, we're expecting more changes today, later today, which yeah. will directly affect your area. And we, uh, I'm in Scotland, so we had ours last week. And I think the, for women out there, the network is a good place to, to be or to, to, to find that kind of camaraderie, if you like, and also as a support. Yeah, no, it is. And 
I think a lot of people have been severely shaken by what is happening. They're questioning, you know, who they are. Um, we actually had a blog piece go out today that, that I'd wrote about, you know, who do you want to be? And I think during this time, it's very questionable that, you know, no matter what career, career journey or path you, you're on, you often have knocks, let alone there being a world, you know, pandemic in, in the middle of that. Um, so I think it's about knowing that, you know, I appreciate everything is completely unpredictable at the moment, but there are certain things in your life that you are able to control of. And I think that within that is the power of having people around you that, you know, are also able to share how they're, they're feeling, but give advice um, and provide you with some development, you know, during this time. Whether it's the Female Hospitality Network or any other organisation, that's, you know, by the by, but as long as you... I think you, you, I think you should be able to to reach out to to people, and I definitely say during this time, find an area of support for yourself because you're not alone, and you can often feel like that. How did COVID? I mean, you have a whole live events part. It's a very important part of the network. How yeah. did COVID impact on that, and how have you overcome it? Yeah, I think when it first happened. Um, Again, we didn't really know what to do. We just knew we had to do something, and of course, not being able to, you know, hold hold events. And not only that, a lot of our um, ambassadors for the network are actually in the events industry. So my first thought was, okay, you know, we can't hold events, but what can what can we do to help support them during this time? Um, we actually did our first. Um, a hybrid event two weeks ago where we did a panel session um, with some professionals over in Leeds. So I think obviously the way that the sector and, and, and shift will happen with the online and the hybrid, um, you know, we're constantly going to be developing. But the main effect that it had is it, it threw us into offering free sessions online, doing everything that we could to make the, the females in the industry feel they had a go-to um, as much as a lot of people are you know zoomed out I think it's going to be the way of the world at least for the next six to 12 months on some levels um, so you know we, we brainstormed and I thought well and for me obviously the timing of having a baby and launching the membership in the same month was, was a bit stressful but I, I was thankful even you know for my situation, I thought, what can we do to help others? So not having having COVID affect us has cleared the way for something new for us to be able to support the, the women. Yeah. So it's that thing about women and, and it's a pivot. You have to. I think that's a very powerful thing. And, and taking everything online is the, f the future for now. It's the way we're going to be doing things for quite some time to come, I think. Yeah, but again, it doesn't take away, does it, the live interaction? You know, it's what hospitality is about. It's one of the best industries in the world, as is events and travel. And I think, you know, everything that's going on at the moment, it is a shame that we've had to, um, we have been the worst affected, but at the same time, we do look forward to when we can do it in a safe environment for everybody and, and have that connection. One of the things we talked about um, was uh, when we were sort of having a chat before we recorded was about imposter syndrome and how women in hospitality sometimes can feel that they have. I have, you have. What What would you say about that? That that whole topic for women in the industry. Oh gosh, yes, massive topic. Um, I suffer quite, you know, greatly from that. And again, most recently, I think I've been quite vocal about it. That, you know, it's 
it's that it's that doubt it's that procrastination which it generally does lead to and I think you you, you know you question everything that you're doing and um, the biggest thing I think that I can I can say um, to the females out there is is you that you are good enough to do these things and I think imposter syndrome that is a real underlining issue where we don't feel that we are good enough that there's always someone else that does something better um, you know that is better at this better at that or you know and we want to be able to support that. Um, and I think when you have a group around you that all suffer with similar things, it makes it easier to, I don't know, I think take them steps forward because you're also doing it with other people. And, you know, I'm not saying you're being babysat, you know, but it's about holding each other's hand and saying, you know what, I, oh my God, that's what I, that's what I feel. And sometimes I think when you do suffer from imposter syndrome, you do feel like you are the only one. And especially during a time where we're isolated and, you know, a lot of people are working from home. If, for example, you're in you know, um, a sales and marketing position within the sector and, and you can work from home with hospitality and events. You do feel isolated, um, but you don't have to be. And I think if you're having these thoughts, you know, I'd say just please drop an email um, and we'll, we'll see what we can do to support you. Fantastic. The other thing we talked about was um, redundancies. Um, Obviously, at the moment, the political landscape is changing practically by the minute. There are going to be more announcements today, which I think will result, result in redundancies. For yeah. women who are facing that prospect, what can the um, network do for them? What, what should they do? Should they get in touch? Yeah, so I think at the moment, a lot of talk is around using new transferable skills. I mean, some of the comments that Rishi's made, I don't necessarily think... Um, <laughs> we're too correct and you've got a lot of people who have, have trained for years to do specific things that you know are going to have to sh um, sector shift however if you feel that you know you need the support we're looking at doing um, an actual session for everyone a free session over the next month or so for redundancy and transferring skills into other sectors um, so there'll be more on that I'm just looking for a couple of um, partners and I'm just having conversations about that so we're looking to put an online session you know where you can come on get tips and tricks um for you know how to really maximize on also selling yourself because you can appreciate there's people being made redundant that have got certain skill sets moving trying to find something in the sectors other sectors but there's a now a candidate candidate overload um you know we've had many problems with people applying for jobs with thousands of applications for, for one position but Alongside that, I think it's important to remember who you are. And within that comes, I think, just finding a little bit of internal strength. So there's the other side of the emotional well-being support that that we offer. So it's a two-sided coin, but I definitely feel that if anyone that's watching this has got any um, you know, concerns or just wants to ask any questions, and then we can give information about the session we're going to do, just, yeah, please reach out to us. Fantastic. Finally, I know you're a very busy lady. Top tips for um, anyone thinking about joining the network or just generally women in the industry at this time? I think my number one top tip, and it, again, this isn't a plug for the network. It, it you know, and I know obviously a lot of the people watching this will be within the industry, but so just surround yourself either with a group, a networking a group that you can access. Um, or, you know, 
a friend that might be in the industry, just talk to people. I think communication during this time for, you know, our own you know, personal and um, professional development alongside our mental health is so important. And I think what we can end up doing is, is going into a little bit of a, of a dark place, really. So I definitely say talk about how you're feeling, because believe me, everyone is in the same in some way in a, in a similar position. Um, I'd also say have a little bit of patience right now because I think people, it's one of them when you've done something for so long or you knew what your path or ambition was of something, you know, an industry that you were so passionate about, about finding a, a job is we're all halted right now. The world has, has stopped on so many levels that during this time, you know, try and find something that you enjoy doing. Um, you know, simple as, you know, spending more time going out walking, reading a book, um, you know, the small things in life, I think just try and appreciate the small things is, yeah, that's what I know, that's what I'm trying to do for myself as well. That's really good advice. I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I just want to thank you so much for that and wish you every good wishes for next week. Um, <laughs> thank you. I feel like I need it. Everything goes well. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Mary. Okay, speak soon. Bye. Bye.